Howdy ho, Junior Ranger. <laughs> Do you remember Sorry. that? No, but it just caught me so off guard. <laughs> <laughs> it caught, I caught myself off guard. I haven't heard that in a minute. I'm pretty sure that's what it is from Full House. Oh, maybe. Howdy ho, Junior Ranger. I'm Googling. For I think some it, reason, I just imagined Smokey the Bear immediately, or even like Scruff McGruff. Uh, you're not far off, because were you a Full House fan? I was not. Oh, no? Okay. Um, right, it was, yes, okay, it was uh, Uncle Joey. He had that Ranger Joe. The puppet? Yeah, the woodchuck puppet, and it was like his little like TV show or some shit. Right. Um, right. And he would go, howdy ho, Junior Rangers. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. that I don't even know where that came from. That came from, like, that came from, like, this 90s witch inside the, me. Well, I would say, like, the depths of your, like, 90s child soul. It uh, For real. <laughs> that was weird. But, yeah, I was big into Full House. I did not watch the new Full House, though. I'm not fucking with that. I didn't really care for the old one so i searched like i just wasn't gonna watch the new one either oh my god it's way too lame for you you were probably into like edgier shit i don't what would be edgy shit to you for like children i don't know (laughs) um you probably liked buffy no really buffy the vampire slayer no i didn't watch the show i watched the movie Oh shit! Okay, like the the OG movie, um, maybe like no. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Although I I did like show. Sabrina, I did Me like too. Sabrina, mm-hmm. but I I watched like I don't know. I watched like fucking adult shows. I watched like like I said, Tales of the Tales of the Crypt was my shit. Rachel's and, like, like I watch PBS documentaries. Thank you. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and sipped a fine uh, aged whiskey. At yeah, exactly. The age of five and smoked um, a fucking stogie. Yeah. No, I I like I fuck with like Magic School Bus and like I watched cartoons. I still fucking watch cartoons. I love cartoons. Like you know. You're were you a cartoon network person? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like there were two different people. Nickelodeon children Uh, and cartoon network children. I fucked with Nickelodeon cartoons. I love like all that. I loved all that. All I, that. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, the Amanda show. Like, I loved Amanda, all that Amanda, shit. Amanda, 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 Amanda show. I, I wish the best for Amanda Bynes because I just love her. Woof. She, she went through a time about she what, did, like. Can you blame her? I'm like, my God. Oh, yeah. I think, I, I basically think child celebrities are kind of getting pimped out by, like, their guardians. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All yeah. Um, well, on that cheerful note, uh, by the way, hashtag free Britney. Yeah. Um, yes. That's Rachel. That's Becky. And this is Chardonnay and DNA. Although, do you know what? I am drinking a fucking White Claw because... <laughs> uh, because I guess... Because you're getting ratchet I'm, this weekend? I guess I'm ruining my life this weekend. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <sighs> just, a, just a little uh, casual life ruining. No big deal. Just a little bit. Although this shit doesn't get you drunk, I'm convinced. I don't I don't know. I have a friend who gets like white girl wasted on those motherfuckers. And white claw wasted. I, yeah, I don't like them. 
I I honestly I'm not I I don't mind this is fine because it's super cold I don't like when it, it if it gets past a certain temperature and it starts to get on the warm side I'm out mm. so I mean, maybe really, that's why maybe people chug them maybe I I have a friend whose dad is a functioning alcoholic um, and he did not realize that the white claws were alcoholic um, oh. <laughs> he thought that they were water. And was drinking like a six pack at work. Get the fuck out of here! I shit you not. I you have to tell me not. who that is at, off the off the mic. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely will. But do yeah, I, it's just. Do I know no, them? You don't know them. <laughs> oh shit! I wish I did. But yeah, you just thought they were waters, and then you know, here we are. I mean, they don't that 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 is probably what's dangerous about them is that they don't taste like they have alcohol in them. And then they come up and just sucker punch you in the face. Yeah. It, it's like that, that, that flip just switches or that switch <laughs> flips. What? Yeah. There's a, there's a drink at my, my friend owns a restaurant and they make this very berry martini. It is literally 100% alcohol. There is no juice. There is no mixer. It's just a bunch of different kinds of alcohols mixed together, but it doesn't taste like alcohol. So How do they do that? It's fucking witchcraft. But you drink them and you're before you know it, you're five deep and you're blacked out drunk. And every time we go, I mean, in in the before times when yeah. we go, um, I'd warn everyone, like, listen to me, you will die. Like, you need to take it slow. Um, and nobody ever listens to me and they chug them. And then five deep and they're fucking blacked out. Don't remember what the fuck's going on. I'm like, I fucking told you. I don't, I don't know what. Rachel's just sitting in the corner drinking her fifth martini. Yeah. And she's like, I told you bitches. I told you all. You have to have a tolerance for this shit. But did, did you say it was a martini or a margarita? Martini. Martini. Okay. Mm-hmm. So not a whole lot of out, like, you know, a martini glass, but literally it's like 10 shots in one fucking glass, you know? And you're like chugging those motherfuckers. You have two of those in an hour and you're going to be really hammered. Is so. there, is that the place where we were going to go that one time, but there was like a wedding there? Yes. But this okay. was when they were at their old location. Okay. But they still have them there. Got it. Um, so you'll have to try one. You I will not regret it. I can't wait. Yes. Um, but I will not let you have a bunch. I mean, you will. please. Don't. Unless you want to fuck no, up your life. Don't don't but, let me. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh you'll have to try when they're very good. I was about to lament about how sad I am that St. Patrick's Day for two years in a fucking row. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day is one of my favorite holidays. And um yeah, no Irish car bombs. Yeah, I can't give a shit about St. Patrick's Day. I mean, I'll I'll participate to get a little get a little um obliterated but i mean that's literally i enjoy it because well i mean really i haven't celebrated in several years so i don't know why i'm so upset about it but um i have like a movie marathon i do and then usually go to the bar with our friends we get to actually see our friends that we don't see very often so it's more of a like get together thing that i enjoy about it yeah i I feel that and i mean we all know that i really don't drink heavily anymore Mm -hmm. so you know but before it was just let's get fucked up Let's get fucked up. I love that song. Yeah, that's a good one. So do you have, oh, do do we want to do our Live, Laugh, Loves? Oh, yeah. What's yours? Um, so the Live, <laughs> we, we should probably give some background. 
um, we were talking about uh, stupid, like, you know, live, laugh, love uh, decorations that people Good put in Good vibes only. Right, right. Um, and uh, we were just talking about, like, alternatives to that. And the one that I found is death, despair, disgust. <laughs> Die, cry, hate. That's my yeah. favorite. It's short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah, it really, it really is. I just found one that goes alive. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that one's really great too. <laughs> and then we also said um, goodbye, good luck, get laid, get fucked. Yes. That, uh, kudos, kudos to her on that because that's like going to be my new toast. Uh, yes, I I like it a lot. I, I I like the idea. It's from um, it's from Georgia from my favorite murder. She said that. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of like a really fancy sign that says goodbye, good luck, and then underneath it just says get laid, get fucked. Yeah, I really like it. Like walking out. Yeah. Uh huh. Like a or yeah. like a welcome mat that like mm-hmm. that says that. I don't know. I I'm into it. I think it's good. I think it's, I think it's really good. Um, I just found another one that's kind of appropriate for the podcast. Um, it's Run, Hide, Kill. Oh, okay. Dark twist there. Dark twist. But really, I, I want the one that says, Alive. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that, that reminded me of our conversation about uh, bleefs. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know about bleefs, um... I think that's the name of a of an episode. It is. That's the name of an episode. Yeah. So uh Rachel and I were out like out together and there we saw this sign um at a store or whatever and it it said it's like it said blessed, right? But yeah. the but the what what was a the the E was a leaf? Yeah, the E was a leaf and it didn't make any Actually, I think the A in the E. It was B L. There's no A in blessed. Oh, not the S. It was B L. (laughs) You know what I'm doing is writing leafed in my head as I'm writing it out. It was B L leaf S S D E D. Yeah, yeah. It was it was fucking weird. But it didn't. Like the 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 leaf did not look like an E. Like Mm-mm. I'm fine with that 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 shit if like if you have the word home and like the O is like a wreath that's round that looks like an O, okay, that's <laughs> fine with me. Or like there are those fucking signs that say like home and then you can make the O different shapes based on the season. Like one's an ornament for Christmas and one's a beach ball for the summer. Fine, fine. A, a little. I mean, not really, but okay. I mean, I, but it, at least. But my argument is this: it at least looks like the fucking letter. Oh, okay, I'll give it that. I prefer "eat shit, die" over all of them, but okay, I'll take it. Okay, but like, not everyone, not everyone's on board with that, Rachel. I'm trying to meet in the middle here. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to fucking compromise. <laughs> it's just basic bitchery. Okay, that's all it is. <laughs> Bleefed. May you be bleefed. Be bleefed. Bleefest. Bleefest be be the the fruit. fruit. (laughs) I was just going to say that. (laughs) May the Lord bleef you and keep you. (laughs) When someone sneezes now, it's going to be bleef you. Bleef you. You are bleefed. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, my, my phone went off. Sorry, Duck Hunt. Um, yeah. Sorry, who? Duck Hunt. My tone is the Duck Hunt tone. Oh my god, I thought you said Duck Hunt. Oh, sorry to Duck Hunt. Yes. Yeah, no, that would have been awful. I don't even know who it was who texted me. I was like, I thought you, I thought you said Duck Sorry, Duck Hunt. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> like, who I... you, one, who are you calling that? Two, is it me? And three, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I have a very long list of people who get that name, but no, um, it was Duck Hunt. Wow. I will never be able to play Duck Hunt ever again without hearing Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. All right. Wow. Wow, this has been uh, 13 minutes of sheer chaos. Yeah, sorry, everyone. What was your icebreaker? <laughs> okay, my <laughs> icebreaker. Have you heard of and or watched The One on Netflix? I've heard of it. Okay, do you know what it's about? Yes. Okay, I'll tell everybody else. I don't even know why I asked. So I'll explain it because not everybody will. So basically, The One, it's a really good show. Joe and I binged it in like two days. Um, It's a kind of sci-fi thriller show and basically its premise is this woman who <laughs> speaking of decunt mm-hmm. uh, she invents she she discovers this method of matching people by dna uh with their quote-unquote one true love so think like ancestry you like submit a sample of hair and then you get matched with this person that is genetically determined to be your one true love and it's that kind of they paint it as like it's that kind of love where you where you see them and you instantly know that like it's almost like you've known each other forever. Okay. Okay. I just want to say very quickly that there is also just so that nobody gets confused, this one is on Netflix and there is a TV series called Soulmates that is a very similar prep like uh, premise. Oh, what's that on? Uh, it's just on like AMC. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So. My question for you is, say you have the same life that you do right now, okay? Nothing's different. Mm -hmm. If this came out, would you take the test? No. No? Mm -mm. Why? Because I'm happy. Okay. And I'm not going to let some kind of weird science-y bullshit tell me why I shouldn't be happy. (laughs) And that's, like... Uh, this is a, if you don't want to hear anything about this show for fear of spoilers, just go forward like two minutes. Um, because I'm not going to give anything crazy away, but essentially that's a big part of the, of the premise is that like it ruin it does like ruin marriages and like long-term relationships because then people want to, they're curious and they want to know. And I mean, statistically, it's not likely that because it's it's all it's beyond, it's like all countries, all cultures. Right. Like, it could literally be anyone. I have so many issues with that whole premise, uh, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't want to do it either. If I were single, sure. Yeah. But, okay. If I was single. Yeah, but I that wasn't my question. I said if your life is exactly the yeah. same. But if you were yeah. single, you would. If I was single, yeah, that'd be totally totally different. Um, yeah. Why not? You know, but. Right. At that I, point, it's no different than like any other way you try to meet people. I mean, exactly. and, maybe and it probably better, cuts a lot of corners. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, yeah. So definitely if I was single, but like if my life is like, you know, if if I was married to Joey and everything like that, I really wouldn't give a fuck because as far as I'm concerned, he is my match. So like, I don't you know what I mean? I just don't fucking care to know. Right. Um, <clears throat> And it's not going to 
yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, it it's crazy because like what I was talking to my fiance about, I'm like, if this were the case, and I I've never believed in like soulmates. I don't believe in that shit because I think that you can fall in love with more than one person. Okay, so I just want to counter that very well. Finish your thought, but I'm going to counter that. Well, I think I think you can fall in love with more than one person. And I think a lot of us have probably been in love with someone else. And they are perhaps very different than the person you're with now. And I also think like, what if that person dies tragically or like the, you're quote unquote the one? What if they die tragically or they abuse you? Like it mm-hmm. kind of then it's like what? So that was it. That was it. Like you're never going to have anything like that again. So I just want to counter that soulmates does not mean only one person out there for you. There are so many different kinds of soul connections that you can have. And well, okay, I didn't mean it like I meant in the traditional understanding of okay, yeah, what I was say because are. like there's twin flames, there's like all sorts of different ways. Like there's platonic soulmates. Like there's lots of different ways to have a soulmate. So like I think it would be cool in that sense. Like you know, but I also don't see how there could literally only be one person ever that like you would be a perfect match for like statistically that just does not seem possible yeah i I just have so many problems with it because it's like there then it's just it it also takes away like and you see it in the show it kind of gives people an excuse to treat their partner like shit sometimes oh yeah because it's like oh but i'm your match it almost like traps them into like you're never like I I fully believe that you can be in love with someone and not want to be with them. Oh, absolutely. And I just, just another point on top of that, like if, if we were meant to only have one match, okay. This this is just my point that humans were not actually intended to be monogamous because like, if you look at species in the wild that are like, like penguins, geese that mate for life, um, they don't look at other penguins and geese and go, hot damn, that is an attractive fucking goose. You know what I mean? Like we, we can look and like admire and be attracted to other humans even while we're in love. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Like in my mind. So like, even if there was like a DNA match, it still wouldn't somehow stop you from finding other people, you know, aesthetically pleasing or attractive or whatever you want to fucking call it. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me, but I just don't think it's possible. Yeah, and it's for there to only be one. You know what I mean? Like ever. Right. Yeah, and it's it's not. I mean, that's not possible. But I just wanted to get your like hypothetical. Like, if you could, would you? Yeah. And I thought it was just it was a lot of made me think. Made me think a lot. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, the Soulmates one, like from the ads, I haven't watched it, but like it's exactly what you're talking about. Like they get matched up, and then they're stuck in these relationships, and like people abuse them or like it's a bad relationship and like you know what i mean like i i don't know i just don't think science should be telling us who who we should genetically be with it's very uh there's like a lot more to it than that like you can be in love with someone and they're a shitty partner and how often does that happen all the fucking all the time time. all the time time. Or they treat you like shit or you're abused or they don't love you back. Like, you know, there's so many different factors. Yeah, it was interesting. I read the show is I liked. I enjoyed the show. I thought it was very entertaining. There's a lot of good twists, which I'm a sucker for. I love a good twist. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Um, thanks. Uh, I think that's, that was my icebreaker. So I don't believe I have any, uh, corrections. I've been trying to follow this, uh, the Dyatlov pass, like the recent people that got, that went missing, but I still can't find anything. Hmm. Um, and the only thing I can think of is because they weren't registered. So maybe it just kind of got like. (laughs) <laughs> brushed under the rug a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah, if they're not registered, what's the, you know, who's really following up on all of that? Also, why would you do that? I have um, no idea. Yeah, it just, the most recent ones are, I think they're the same articles, like from around February 10th or 11th. Um, But they, here, I'll pull up a more recent one. Oh, my internet's taking 3,000 years. Um, It says... No, I think this is the same... I think this is the same article. The recently missing tourists, largely from Moscow, learned of the strange circumstances surrounding the Dyatlov Pass incident. Um, They were supposed to return on February 10th, but failed to check in. Yeah, I mean, as of this article from the 11th, they had still not been heard from. That's really scary. So, yeah, that's a... That's a thing. Unfortunately, we're probably not going to hear anything until, like, their bodies are found. Yeah, absolutely. Because you think now it's been almost two months. Yeah, I I highly doubt it. Um, I do have a very silly update. Uh, Okay. Last week, we talked about hot fruit and how there was no situation in which hot fruit would be good. Besides pie. Besides pie. Um, and uh, our friend over at Bad Guy Podcast messaged me and said uh, that they serve fried bananas at the Brazilian Steakhouse. And I was like, or in Brazil. And like, you know, I thought of the Brazilian Steakhouse. I was like, oh, fuck, I do like fried bananas. <laughs> oh, and they okay. are They are warm. Um, but yeah, I uh, like my mind went to like warm banana baby food for some reason when I was thinking of like. Oh, like warm a puree. Fruit. Yeah. Yeah. But like fried bananas are the tits, and everybody. I've them. I've had them in like chip form almost. I, I don't think they've been warm, but and not banana chips, like plantain chips. Yeah, yeah. These are like they come out in a dish. They're sprinkled with like cinnamon and sugar. Okay, and they're kind of like fried up, and they are bomb. Okay, he got us there. I yeah. can also see like um like a like a warm apple might not be the worst when it comes to like uh like in a dumpling it's well yeah amazing. like a, that's like a dumpling yeah when i caramelize apples i eat them warm yeah and i will say but it doesn't make them hot though when i make oatmeal i put blueberries in it and i love the contrast of the cold blueberries and the warm mm-hmm. oatmeal mm-hmm. i can see that delish yeah okay well he got us there all right yeah. yep bad guy podcast one chardonnay and dna Negative a thousand, I'm sure. Truly negative a thousand. <laughs> like we're batting for zero right now. So yeah, that's okay. But that's okay. <laughs> you know what? Die, cry, hate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the. It is the best one. <laughs> right. It's just so. It's so simple. There was another one that said "live, laugh, love," and it was crossed out, and underneath it was it was like a cross stitch, and it said "don't be a cunt." I mean, you can't like argue that. with that. It's great logic. It is. Uh, but 
All right. What do you got for me today? Okay. I have a, so we were talking off the mic about, um, we've been doing a lot of dead children slash dead, like young people. I think we've done three in a row. I think it was boy in the box, the car crash of the young women and then boy in the bag. And I'm like, let's take this shit way back to where it doesn't hurt as much. (laughs) Yeah. Let's, let's not have as much pain for a little while. Um, Yeah. Really nice. So this is more of a like sciency, very interesting in my in my nerdy opinion, but I like it. I think I think you, you'll you'll definitely like it, Rach. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. So let me tell you about it. All right. It does get a little sciency. So um, I did my best. I have several sources. Okay. Um, so my sources are. Um, a really good National Geographic article. It actually just came out on March 10th of 21. It's by Robin George Andrews. Um, it's It takes a lot of information from a journal article, like a scholarly article. It's the, um, it's the, it's spelled P-L-O-S, uh, PLOS One. That's the journal. So I'm sure that stands for something. Um, a YouTube video, Ancestry.com, and uh, voxeu.org, which is kind of another like more scientific academic website. Okay. And Wikipedia, of course. Yeah. Always good old Wikipedia. Yep. Um, all right. So in 2007, archaeologists came upon a shocking discovery in Eastern Croatia. Um, I didn't know exactly where Croatia is. So just in case you don't, it is right across the Adriatic Sea from Italy and it borders Hungary to the southwest. When they found the skeletal remains of at least 41 people from a civilization that existed over 6,000 years ago. The burial pit, measuring 7 feet across and 3 feet deep, was found by accident during the construction of a garage in the village of uh, Patakani. Uh, Following the sudden discovery, University of Zagreb archaeologists were called in to investigate. The Wait, team did you say three hmm? feet deep? What was that? Did you say three feet deep? Right, that's not that deep, right? That's like a very shallow grave. I know, like I couldn't believe that it hadn't been found before. Unless, I think maybe this was just never like excavated, but I thought that was very weird too. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to, I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> No, it is, it's weird. I thought the same thing. I was like, that's not that far in the ground. Yeah. Um, so uh, they called in the university archaeologists to investigate. The team first believed that the remains belonged to a more modern time, perhaps World War II or the Balkan conflict of the 1990s. Some of the bones were still connected to one another, while others had been broken into pieces. However, upon examination, no bullets or uniforms were found, and the teeth showed no signs of modern dental work, uh, like fillings, things like that. As the area was excavated, fragments of ancient pottery turned up, as well as radiocarbon that helped to date three of the bones. This revealed that the site was 6,200 years old. Based on the era and location, researchers estimated that these people belonged to the Lazinja culture. Not much is known about the Lozinja people, and uh, only one other of their burial sites has been found in Croatia. Based on this earlier discovered burial site, it is believed that the Lozinja 
move their cattle based on the season, and they mined copper to make tools. Wow. Yeah, they were pretty fucking advanced. Yeah. Um, so at the site in, it's a weird, um, like inflection. It's Patakani is the, okay. where it was found in Croatia. So at the site in Patakani, uh, re- thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, researchers identified 21 males and 20 females. 21 were, um, children between the ages of two and 17. And the remaining 20 were adults between 18 and 50. It's not totally unusual for mass graves uh, found from medieval Europe to contain remains of various ages and sexes. However, these are typically due to death from like the Black Plague and other communicable diseases that tore through um, families and communities. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking was like, okay, maybe something took them all out, you know. Right. Yeah. It's 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 strange. It's not like what you well, I'll get into it more. However, it appears that the deceased in question did not perish from natural causes. Three adult men, four adult women, and six kids showed fatal injuries to their skulls. Some of these were blunt force trauma fractures, stab wounds, and cuts, which were likely done with weapons like axes, clubs, or other metallic tools. While the weapons were not found at the massacre site, it appears that these injuries occurred during a single event. Some of the skulls were found with up to four injuries, as if one strike had not been enough to kill them. Mario mm. Novak, the lead author of a new study about this burial site, that's the one in the PLOS uh, journal, uh, states that it appears that these multiple wounds had been committed in, quote, some kind of overkill or frenzy. Oh, God. So, like, a fucking massacre. So, like, yeah, like, gory as fuck. Okay, so Rachel, just hearing what you have heard so far, do you have any guesses as to what it might be? Um, I mean, like, media makes me want to say it was like a Viking invasion <laughs> or something. Yeah. But it was, I mean, I doubt it was a, you know, serial killer. I'm assuming it was probably like the village got raided by another you know group of people of some kind i don't i don't mean like single out vikings sorry i don't even know if that was around the same time but like i'm thinking like it had to have been an invasion from another group of people okay yeah i mean that would that would be very uh that'd be a logical explanation but it's obviously not it's obviously not yeah yeah uh, <laughs> um otherwise yeah. cuz it would not be interesting if that right. was the case right i mean kind of but not like as interesting yeah is this so, really a serial killer like is that what you're about to tell me well uh, no i it, oh, okay let, I, mean, I mean maybe i'll i'll keep going let me keep okay. going um so to researchers it's clear that this massacre did not occur due to warfare in situations of war burial sites are mostly full of adolescent and adult males not women and children there were no injuries to the faces or forearms of the victims, which would indicate defensive wounds received during combat. It appears that the people found in uh, Patakani were immobilized with their hands tied, leading Novak to believe that this was a premeditated mass execution. Yeah. Right? But by, like, I, I still wonder if it could have been, a, like, a rival group of like a rival group yeah i mean so i think all that means is that it wasn't 
it wasn't a an active conflict between two people. It, right. was, it was a targeted a someone targeted these people that were found. Right. Okay. So Novak's team took DNA of 38 individuals from the site, hoping to discover more about them. The results showed that they shared the same genetic ancestry. This included a bit of lineage to hunter-gatherers of Western Europe and predecessors from Anatolia, which is now most of present-day Turkey. These peoples brought agriculture to Europe over 8,000 years ago. Hmm. A few of the people found in Patakani were closely related. For example, the DNA analysis linked one of the adult men to two daughters and a nephew also found at the site. I think that is amazing that DNA can still be found with something that old. Oh, yeah. And like can link it like that. That's phenomenal. That blows my damn mind. Like, I can't believe it hasn't like it's still even viable. Yeah, for sure. So we know that a few of these people were related closely. So we have a dad and his two kids, two two daughters and um, his and then the man is related to a nephew. Um. So surprisingly, though, 70% of the individuals tested were not part of the same family. This implies that the massacre occurred within a community made of multiple families, which is kind of unusual for this time. Um, yeah. Like, usually people are, are kin, you know, that, that long ago, it, you know, unless you were in a set up civilization but there was i'll talk about this a bit later but there was no other settlement found near this burial right so trish beers of the university of cambridge has studied ancient sites in north and south america and has found that people were often not closely related but still part of social groups often determined by their job roles so maybe like fishermen farmers craftsmen um, the discovery in Patakani is particularly mysterious because no other nearby settlement has been found and there are no clues about who the murderers may have been. It's possible that they were from an outside group, but it's equally possible that they were among the same group as the victims. There are also no known circumstantial factors to incite the killings like climate change or xenophobia. For instance, genetic evidence recently found a mass grave in Spain from the Neolithic era um, and this was able to show that the victims had been new settlers to the area. They had likely been killed by locals who had um, perceived the newcomers as a threat. However, being that the victims found in Patakani shared a common ancestry, it's not likely that they were new to the area. That fascinated me. Yeah. So, like, what what this is essentially saying is that the mass grave found in Spain, they could tell based on the um, kind of the like, like the ethnic genetic makeup that those people found in the it buried were not of the same quote unquote tribe as those that as those native to that land. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, it does. It does. And and that would that would be that case that you mentioned of like. These are new people, like we have to kill them because they're threatening. Right, exactly, exactly. Okay. But I believe what they're saying is that because all of the this area, the people found in this area almost like I lose I use this loosely, but they almost like belong in that area. Like that's their native land. Right. So that's not really um 
that's not a completely viable theory. Um, so, like, who the fuck killed them? <laughs> yeah. I, um, so, this is where I get into uh, a little bit of the science, and it's um, a little confusing, so just bear with me. Okay. But a study by Spalor and Wazarg, sorry, very, very, um, again. thanks, I tried. <laughs> um, I'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> um, they, they talk about these, um, these transmissions of culture. One is vertical transmission, and that's like through your ancestors. And the other is horizontal transmission, which is within generations and across populations. Okay. So, to make that more clear, like the vertical transmission, that's like all the women in, on your family, on your mom's side, have a unibrow. And it's just like, <laughs> and it, you just get that over. That's just what you've been dealt with by virtue right. of whatever culture you are. Or like the language of the Spanish culture, like that's evolved um, through through ancestry and lineage. Okay? okay. But horizontal is like if you're if your recent family decided to convert religions. Okay. So by lineage, say, you know, your family line has always been Christian, but then you, you changed to Judaism. Okay. And then that becomes the new set of, the new set of norms for your family. Okay. Or um, another one that I kind of thought of was like my grandfather was very progressive. Um, he would not, he was voting, he voted strict party lines, uh, yeah. Democrat, but he was not, because of his generation, he was not quite on board with like gay marriage. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, but now, of course, I am very on board. So it's like, I didn't get that from him. I kind of, my, my values changed as my, as the generations changed. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Um, so I thought that was really interesting because it kind of shows how they can look at these genetic markers um, and figure out that these people that were dug up in Croatia, they had genetic these vertical genetic markers to link them back to the people that were there before them. Okay. Yeah. So you can tell. Okay, I got it now. Yeah. So... According to Ancestry.com, um, they do the ethnicity estimate, which, um, you know, can include communities in all, all types of regions. Um, they use a, a process to look for connections to 500 additional regions, and it kind of tells the story of the migration patterns that our ancestors may have been a part of um, based on... Um, based based on how they they look at the the DNA, it tells a story about where that DNA came from. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. That's, um, I mean, that's how they get all of our estimates, right? Like from like when you log on to your ancestry DNA. Right, and that's essentially like what I, I wanted to kind of paint a picture of, like that they're kind of doing that same thing with these ancient remains that were found like they're almost doing like an, an almost kind of an ancestry like dna ethnicity estimate on them yeah that makes sense yeah it's all about like migration patterns it's really fucking cool and then they can figure out you know when when migration patterns are dug up on remains that don't match the land that they're in then they can kind of figure out like okay they were probably murdered because 
they were othered, you know? Yeah. Okay. No, that, yeah. Sorry, I'm running through it in my brain. No, it's super, it's super sciencey and confusing. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was really cool. Very cool. Um, so other mass graves found in, Aus- in Austria and Germany from about 5,000 years ago were caused by prolonged climate change, like flooding uh, and droughts, which paired with a population spike causes people to become competitive. So if there's a drought and no one's grown any food, there's not a lot of water, then people start killing each other because they want to protect themselves and their families. Well, yeah, it's, it's a fight for the resources. At that exactly. Point. Yep. So they they do some of these sources that I that I mentioned do do still kind of they don't they haven't ruled this out completely, but they can go back and kind of look at what the climate was like at that time. And they're not seeing any any um, any extreme weather pattern that occurred back then. So there's it's possible that there is one, but they don't know about it. So it's just strange that there wasn't some kind of evident like, oh, well, that there was a drought at that time or there was flooding at that time. Like they're not seeing any of that. So they can't definitively say that that could be the cause of a mass murder. Okay. Um, wow. Isn't that wild? Yeah. So I just wanted to there. Uh, Wikipedia has a really, um, <laughs> really thorough list of different mass graves and some of the categories are obviously war. There was the um, 30 Years War, Spanish Civil War, Vietnam War. Um, those have all been conflicts that have resulted, like, you know, that have um, that have used mass graves. And a lot of times it's for, like, uh, hygienic purposes. Right. OK. Um, or like a lack of space, perhaps. There's also um, mass killings, just kind of general mass killings. Um, might they might have uh, mass burials like uh, obviously the Holocaust, the Rwandan genocide, the Soviet mass killings. There's famine like the Great Famine, epidemics and pandemics like the bubonic plague, Spanish flu, and there's even now a category for COVID. Oh well, that makes sense. I think it was like in Iran or something they had to make a mass grave for that COVID. Super fucking victims. Grim. Yeah. And natural disasters, um, like the Haitian earthquake in 2010. So those are kind of some categories of them. And what they're, aside from just the general mass killing, they're, they're not sure where this one fits. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the, um, Novak, the, the leader of this, this newer study, uh, concluded by saying that people haven't changed in the last 10,000 years. If they have, they've changed for the worse. Yeah, well. So there's that. Not fucking wrong. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is really nuts. What's your, like, th- what do you think happened? I, so like, I can, I can definitely see like, okay, so if they, if they, I guess I can see like the taking them out for them their own benefit kind of deal you know mm-hmm. granted it wouldn't necessarily have to be like you know weather related or something like it's not like they could tell where their farm fields were could they could they tell any of that shit like maybe there was like they just had a shitty fucking season maybe there was a blight on their produce you know like their produce god not what i meant but like their, their harvest yeah yeah 
Uh, so, you know, food was scarce or, um, if they were all related, it would have been much easier to come up with like a theory here. Right. Like Isn't that take crazy? out that family and yeah. But, um, but also, I mean, maybe they were also like part of a, it could have also been like inner politics within the group too. Like it could have been that mm-hmm. all those people in their families were going against somebody else, you know, or had like better ideas and the people didn't like it and took them out. Like there's so many different things that could have, you know, could have caused that. I kind of think because they were their um their hands were like bound and they didn't really find like defensive uh damage to the remains like as if the people didn't fight back and i mean there's no skin and things so like we can't you can't tell i'm sure every little scratch after that much time but i'm kind of wondering if it if it was like if it was known people that killed them like people that they knew i mean but they could have also like been arrested you know what i mean so if they were like arrested and bound they couldn't really fight back. I, it, do you know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. But um, also, I'm sure they knew each other. It was probably a small-ass village. It's not like there was thousands of people, you know, probably in that village. It, yeah, it's... But, like, why but like, why would you execute children? I I don't know. I <laughs> I want to get really creative and be, like, like, the dad that was found was, like, banging this other dude's Oh, my wife. God, yeah. Like, some kind of... Yeah, and then he's just like, I'll just kill all of you. And he just, like, went on a rampage because the D, like, the D will make you on a rampage if, uh, yes. if, if your lady is getting someone else's D. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Je- male jealousy man fucking ruins lives it's, it's a fucking thing it's a fucking thing but also you know, there's just there's so many different things it could have been yeah i just think it's really interesting that it doesn't appear to be like uh like warfare it doesn't appear to be a disease all of them had like skull uh like wounds to the head which is still execution style probably for that time for yeah with minimal you know but it was clearly purposeful, but it, and it was all different age groups, man, woman, child, didn't matter. And, and you would think what kind of blows my mind is you would think that because they want to keep the population going, and I would imagine it's not a very big group, like you would think they wouldn't kill the kids. Right. And that's but, also like labor. <laughs> but also back then, you know, that's another mouth to feed. True. If you take out their family, who's going to provide for them? Yeah, that's true. You know, so it might have been more of out of necessity than anything else. Then, like, yeah, then, like, okay, we're killing the adults, so we can't take the kids. Right, exactly. Yeesh, that's bleak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Huh. I love this shit. I think it's super interesting. Yeah, I know it was, like I said, a little bit shorter, not not the longest story, but it was super relevant. It like came up in like the, like, I, I always search news when yeah. I'm doing my Google searches to see if there's anything uh, really current. And that came up and I was like, I like this. And it, yeah. And there's like, I like the mystery of it. And I also like that when you get so long ago, 
it's less sad because it's like, well, they'd be long gone anyway. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not like they'd still be fumbling around today. So yeah, it's so it's just like, it's easier to kind of like think about it a little bit more lighthearted and like, right. it's kind of, it's it's interesting to speculate on what might have happened. And I also just think the way of life at that time, like the fact that they like made their own tools from copper and they unearthed all this pottery and all these like weapons that they made. I just think it's really, really fascinating. It is. It's very, very cool. I, I just love learning about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Nice. <sighs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, it made me think of, so while we were off, I did record a very short episode about um, one of the oldest fully preserved puppies that was ever found. Oh, um, yeah. Ooh. The episode is only like three minutes long, so I'm probably never going to post it. And I also talked about how we were coming back on March 15th. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so big. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's, it's a little, it's a little uh, beyond we'll that due. now. Yeah. Um, so just to kill a couple minutes, do you mind if I read it real quick? Sure. Go for it. Okay. Um, in the summer of 2018, the remains of what seemed to be a puppy were found in a frozen lump around or near the Indyurka River in Russia. Upon closer inspection, they realized that it wasn't just a regular puppy, but actually the remains of an 18,000-year-old pup. <gasps> 18,000? Holy shit! Yes. Parts of it are so well preserved that its whiskers, eyelashes, and mouth are still intact. And it actually, what? yes, it's nuts. It also still had its entire head, nose, and teeth. Like when you look at the pictures of this, it looks like it could have just been a puppy now that froze to death. Like that's how well intact it is. How in the fuck? I don't know. I love this story. And I, it, your story made me think of it. So I was like, this is the perfect time to tell you about it because you're going to fucking love it. And we Wait, did it, did it just stay frozen? Yeah. Yep. It just stayed frozen all that time. So it was like perfectly preserved. That but, is, that is fucking crackers. Yeah. You're, yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to like just jump in with another story, but I figured we have a couple minutes and you know, it's really fucking cool. Um, so they were able to see that it still had its milk teeth when it died. So researchers believe that it was just around two months old when it passed. Um, wow. Right. So baby. Um, researchers at the Center for Paleogenic, Paleogenetics in Sweden were able to sequence the pup's DNA from a piece of its rib bone and found that the animal that they had lovingly named Dogor or Dogor? I don't, I'm not sure. That's some Game of Thrones shit. It is, but it actually means friend in the Yakut language. Oh, that's precious. Yeah. Um, so Dogor was a male, but strangely enough, they couldn't determine if he was a dog or a wolf. Hmm. Well, they, I mean, they're not that different. <laughs> right. I mean, they are genetically, but like, oh, okay. Um, they couldn't determine, and they also couldn't determine the cause of death um david stanton a research fellow at the center states that it's usually easy to tell the difference between the two but the fact that they can't tell it from one or the other suggests that it might be an animal that was an ancestor to both dogs and wolves or perhaps the middle ground between the two so like before dogs domesticated themselves or however you know okay yeah um 
Scientists, this is just a fun fact, scientists also can't agree on how dogs and humans ended up paired together. Some believe Hmm. that humans actively domesticated them, and others think that a strain of friendly, less aggressive wolves domesticated themselves by hanging out near humans to gain access to their leftover food. Um, I don't know what you know, what the circumstances are around dogs becoming our best friends, but I'm sure damn glad that it happened. That that Um, does kind of make sense, though. Yeah, that they would start to trust us and, like... Yeah, and that they're just, like, around. Like, they're just around, and they just probably get used to humans. Yeah. And, yeah, Uh, especially if they're getting fed from the deal, they're like, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, that's like the wild animals in my backyard that I used to feed all the time. Like, it got to the point I probably could have walked up to the raccoons and pet them. They wouldn't have done anything. Rachel, be honest with me. Did you try? Might have. (laughs) No. Um, But the deer, like, eventually, um, the people who lived in our house, they were able to feed them out of their hand. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute, though. So, yeah. Um, So it's possible that Dogor could help them solve this mystery once and for all. he is the oldest dog remains that they have found. In 2016, a 12,400-year-old puppy that still had its brain, heart, lungs, and stomach was found near the same region as Dogor in the village of Tumat. Prior to that, the oldest known dog remains are the Bon Obercastle puppy, whose 14,200-year-old remains were found in a quarry in Germany in 1910, next to what researchers believe were its human companions. Wow. So that wasn't that, enough for a whole episode. So that's why you're getting it now. And that human companion are direct descendants of Rachel. <laughs> yeah, they all are. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share that since I'm not going to share that little bonus episode since it's very outdated at this point. I don't understand how it stayed intact that long. That That's blowing my mind. I guess it just never un- unthawed enough to get to the level where it was in the in the ice and stuff. So it's just so long, Rachel. You will post the pictures this week, like in the middle of the week after like the pictures for the episode. And you'll see like it literally just looks like a puppy. That's fucking bananas. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like it's I'm going to send you a picture right now because you're going to you're going to it's going to blow your mind. Yep. Send it to me. That's going to that's like something that'll keep me up at night because I'll just be like, how? (laughs) Yeah. And I don't I truly don't understand. Like. You can literally just see his little teeth and like, it's, I mean, obviously I'm really sad, but it does make it easier that like, you know, it's a fucking 18,000 year old dog. Yeah. So yeah. Like I could pet it now anyway. No. It, right. It, it puts a little space. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. And how do they... How do they know it's that old? Like DNA? Yeah, something with its DNA. Also, all my sources were the Smithsonian, so I should have said that. That that's blowing my mind. That's crazy. Like Look those at his teeth. little nose. His little teeth are like yeah, they're baby teeth. Aww. Okay, that's kind of making me a little bit sad. I know. I mean, a little bit, but I'm also excited about the fact that it might also help us understand how wolves became domesticated dogs. Because it's like some kind of weird DNA they've never seen before. It's only making me sad because it does look so. I it doesn't. It looks like a dog, so it just yeah. looks. It just 
feels like I'm looking at a dead dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, bumming me out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I, I, I try and look at the science end of it just because you know it could really help us understand dogs better. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah, we'll we'll post pictures. Um, just don't look at him for too long, or you'll start yeah. to think that like you're looking. You'll at- get really sad. <laughs> like there's a picture of him like frozen right after they dug him out of the ice and it's really sad so <laughs> holy shit that is crazy yeah so. oh my god what if they could like un well like unthaw him and like like jurassic park him yes <laughs> yeah i that i mean i'm down oh my that, god i mean amazing he could tell it, us so many wise things i yeah if I, we could make him talk too that's a problem that'd be cool let's work on like our dogs for talking first though okay fine so, uh, I'm going to call that my padded room. Mm-hmm. What's your padded room? Do you have one? Oh, mine is just that I got my first COVID shot yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes. So very Yay. happy. Um, my arm did hurt like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> not, not right when it happened though. I was like, I got so cocky, Rachel. I was like, I do yoga. I like my, <laughs> my shoulders are strong. I do all these planks and shit. I was like, I'm good. And then I woke up this morning and I'm like, nope. <laughs> you just uh, pulled the classic this edible ain't shit. I just no, I really, you know. I did. I did. I was like, I can drink more. Yeah. I, I'm not a lightweight at all. I can yeah. drink all of these blueberry martinis or whatever the fuck you said. Very, very martinis. Yeah. yeah. Nope. That's a, that's a no. Still worth it. The shot itself didn't hurt at all. Yes. I'm I'm not a I'm not a needle phobia person either. I mean, no one likes getting a shot and if you do you're fucking lying. But it was really not like the shot itself was fine. Good. Well good. That was a good padded room. Yes, so I highly encourage you to get microchip by the government. Psych, I'm just kidding. That's not a fucking thing. Psych, already, I'm just kidding, you already are. You already have an iPhone, so just yeah. go get your vaccine. <laughs> Stop being fucking weirdos. Just yeah. get your vaccine. Yeah, stop being lunatics. I want to get married this year, okay? Yeah, I'd like, you know, to see my friends. And yeah, I'd be like able to, to do things. I'd like to hug my grandmother. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I don't have that, but I'd like to hug people. But yes, but if you had a grandmother, you would like to hug her. Yes, I absolutely would. I would like to hug everyone. So please go get fucking vaccinated so we can have some semblance of normalcy again thank you i also just want to share this meme um that i just saw yeah uh it's so it's like a it's like a little clip of like a like a news headline like a screenshot of a news headline and it says it says like ginger ale could make your upset stomach worse and then has like a link to the news article but then below the, this tweet says it's because they didn't go lay down afterwards. It's drink some ginger ale and go lay down. Oh my God. <laughs> and that cracks me up because I had like a very sensitive tummy when I was little. Like I would just get, I would just get belly aches. I kind of like, I just had like belly ache reactions to certain food. Um, yeah. And my dad always had fucking ginger ale on hand. And the minute I started to get a stomach ache, he's like, you want a ginger ale? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love ginger ale though. Even when I don't have a stomach ache. Oh, I fucking love it too. But that shit was like medicine. Oh, it absolutely was. It absolutely was. Um, my cold remedy. Do you want to hear what it was? Yeah. Uh, my little Italian uh, grandmother, barely spoke English grandmother, uh, when I had a cold, would take whiskey, mm-hmm. 
put it in a pot with sugar and sometimes a tiny bit of honey and heat it up and then give it to me as like a five-year-old. And I'm not talking like a little tiny bit. I'm talking like enough that a grown man could have a glass. Um, and I would, you know, drink that. And I think truly, it honestly just knocked me the fuck out. And that's why I got better. But I always felt better the next day. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, fucking ginger ale is medicine. It's because you didn't go lay down. It's it drink is. some ginger ale, go lay down. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's the sleep that's like the key there. Oh my but. God, that shit cracked me up. And yes, and then Rachel drank her honey whiskey and watched her PBS documentaries. That is exactly what I did. And, and then she know. smoked another cigar. And Rachel, you're sick. You shouldn't be smoking. Oh, my God. Stop it, little Rachel. It's really funny that I mentioned sipping whiskey and watching PBS uh, earlier in the episode. because I didn't think I was going to be telling you about my grandma's uh, hot toddy recipes here. It's just a whole vicious cycle. You smoke the stogie and then your throat hurts and then you yeah. drink your hot whiskey then the whiskey makes you want another cigar. Exactly. And just keeps going in a circle. Just that five-year-old kid sitting in the little, lounge chair. Little Rachel, knock it off. How is the stock market going? Oh my god. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, um, I'm eight. <laughs> I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> uh, but this is a good glass of whiskey. So but, let me uh, enjoy yeah, that. <laughs> help yourself to some of this fucking McClellan neat. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was some trash whiskey too, but you know, it is. Whatever. Oh yeah, it was probably like, what the fuck is that shit? Um oh it's super shitty whiskey. Let me see. Bottom shelf whiskey. I'll know it when I see it. Uh like the Vladdy version of whiskey. Yeah. I, <laughs> there's a specific one that I'm thinking of though. 13 of the best bottom shelf whiskey. Ugh. That's an oxymoron. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, benchmark, maybe? Is it benchmark? I don't know. I'd have to see the bottle. Uh, Maybe, yeah. Because it kind of looks like fake Jack Daniels. Yes, exactly. I think it's that one. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Probably. Jesus Christ. He probably killed so many brain cells. <laughs> I, oh, why do you think I am the way I am today? <laughs> this explains so much. I got colds quite often as a child. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, uh, Grandma, you just had a hard day in like second grade. You're like, yeah. I, I have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. You know, the funniest thing, I'm really lucky that I never went to school and told anyone that. Yeah, you probably get fucking, like, CYF'd. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I would have. And, like, you know, whatevs. It just added a little flavor to my personality. We're good. We're okay. Yeah, it's fine. I've done things purposely to kill my brain cells. That wasn't on purpose. It's fine. You were only drunk in gym class, like, those two, three, maybe four times. I only tried to sneak vodka into the pool in a water bottle, like, ten times. It's totally fine. Only ten. <laughs> Granted, I was, like, a senior, so we're okay. Anything <laughs> anything before eleven times is fine. Yeah, exactly. Anytime before eleven times, you know, is... You're, you're, it's not a problem, then. No. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. It's okay. totally fine. Um, all right. Well, uh, our social media, uh, Instagram is Chardonnay and DNA. 
Facebook is Chardonnay ampersand DNA. Ooh, look at you with that ampersand. Go try, throwing it out there. Um, at least it wasn't a fucking. Um, oh my god, what did I say? Epitome moment. Epitome. Um, <laughs> <sighs> I love my brain. Um, website <laughs> we is <all> Chard- <laughs> Website is chardonnayanddna.com. Uh, Gmail is Chardonnay and DNA. Don't fuck around with Twitter because we sure as shit don't. Um, let's just, okay. I like that. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Cry, die, hate. Cry, die, hate. Bye. Bye.